Subscribe today at YourBestLifestyles.com, a prescription for better health through an active lifestyle. This podcast highlights lifestyle-related diseases and chronic conditions that can stop or slow activities of daily living. Everything from human movement and performance, nutrient, joint pain, back pain, pre- and post-rehabilitation strategies, posture, flexibility, and more. Whether you're a competitive athlete or not, handicapped or disabled, we will highlight the benefits of great health and wellness with some of the top medical doctors, physical therapists, chiropractors, athletic trainers, dietitians, nutritionists, and other expert clinical professionals in their field to promote and advocate that everyone have a better quality of life. Subscribe today at YourBestLifestyles.com. Once again, that's YourBestLifestyles.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. We have an amazing show for you guys. But before I bring on my special guest, I do have a message for you. The message is run your own race. In a world full of everyone showing on social media all of the amazing and wonderful things that they're doing, people find themselves trying to compete or trying to yeah, basically trying to compete and wanting what they have. But sis, brother, which, what's meant for you is meant for you. Run your own race. Everybody has their own paths. So anyway, I just wanted to, you know, put that in your spirit because a lot of people look at what other people are doing and say, man, I wish that was me. I mean, I wish that was me. But, you know, you don't know what they had to do to get there. And God gave you your own gifts and God gave me my own gifts. So you have your own gifts and you have your own path. What I do, I look at people, you know, that are doing major things. And I say, well, it gives me hope to say if they're doing it, then I can do it, too. But our paths may be totally different, but it does encourage me. It doesn't make me jealous nor does it make me feel like I have to compete with them because again, you have your own path, run your own race. Anyway, with that being said, I would like to bring on my special guest. Ms. Trey Lou is a public relations specialist, a radio personality, an executive protection specialist, and a private investigator. We're gonna have some fun with this one. Hey, Trey Lou, how are you? Well, how are you doing, sweetheart? I am doing really good. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. Thank you for having me, it's an honor. Absolutely. So what I would like for you to do is give everybody a little bit about your background. Well, I, of course, you, some of you guys know me, I'm Trey Lou. My background, I have two beautiful sons. I am a mom, a model for 10 years. I am a radio show personality, also an executive producer of a TV show called Uplift. 
In addition to that, I am an executive protection specialist and a private investigator. Now, I didn't know about the Uplift TV show. Okay. Let's take it back a little bit. Public okay. relations specialist. How long have you been in that industry and how did you get started? Well, public relations, I've been in there for about, it's been well over about 15 years. How did I get started? Actually, in about 19, it was about 1996, 97-ish, I went to school for information technologies and um, corporate communications. I was always the communicator when it comes to, you know, mending things together at work and just with people, family and events and all those type of things. So with that, I was like, okay, I think I like that. And then it was also dealing with the public at work. So went into that then. And then when I came, I moved from Pittsburgh to Maryland, became an artist manager. And when I was an artist manager for about three artists, they needed public relations. So instead of me hiring one, I researched it, pulled in the tools myself, learned how to be that and became one. And not only that, I also was able to volunteer to help, you know, Honorable Judge Deidre Davis, who's now in Houston, Texas. She's the judge down there in Houston, Texas. Talk to her about being a public relations specialist for her when she had a listening and exchange event production that she did every February. Start doing that for her. Absolutely loved it. I met about two to 300 people all around the world because that's how the campaign started. And I loved it and I just continued on with it. That's an amazing story. Who are some of your clients that you've had the pleasure of working with outside of the one just mentioned? Well, I had the pleasure of working with Dr. Ted Sutton. He's out in Baltimore, Maryland. He is a world-known speaker. He's a mentor. He's also um, was a gentleman who they actually, he was, well, his character is one of the, him and his body, his person, when he was living back in the day in the streets, he was, his character was created in one of the actors, in one of the actors in The Wire. Hmm. So I worked okay. with Dr. Ted Sutton. He's doing miraculous things. He um, does great things. He changes the lives of men throughout the world. He's an international motivational speaker. And also I've done some music with um, a couple of different actors. There was an actor that came on the show. Uh, his name was John. John, John, he came on. He's, uh, he was in the um, Black Panther. Wow. Okay. Can you explain to people what public relations specialist does? Absolutely. And also, let's not forget Sandra Corelli, who came out of the beautiful Atlanta, who is, you know, the actor for Bruh and also a jazz musician there in Atlanta, as well as Reggie Hines, who's in Atlanta. I know Reggie. Yeah. Um, a lot of other, you know, a lot of other people. And um, let me see here. Um, also, I don't know if you know Ima Alaquiva. He is uh, one of the top number one film, in the, film industry people. He's out there doing magnificent work. Um, and also one of my great friends, his name is Heath Bailey. He's out in Dubai. He's, um, we grew up together. Mm -hmm. He's out in Dubai doing great things. Um, he's also a principal of about four schools out there in Dubai. Nice. Doing nice. great work. Great gentleman. Nice. Also work with um, Dominique Wilkins in Atlanta. Okay. All right, resume. Special request to all the girls from North, South, East, and West. From the body, look good. I know you have the God bless. Broke wide. Show. You a champion, yeah, champion girl. girl. You a winner, girl. Let them know you're a trophy girl. Champion, champion girl. Girl, you got to walk like a champion. champion. Yes, you got the talk of a champion. Let them know, say you flex like a champion. Winner, girl. Yes, you a champion. Yeah, girl, you a champion. Let them eight car, yes, you a champion. Your man, I tell you straight, girl, you a champion. Bounce girl, yeah. Champion, girl, you're so fine. You're a trophy, girl. Who, girl, could you be mine? Cause you're a winner, girl. 
champion, girl, you're so fine. You're a trophy girl. Ooh, girl, could you be mine? You're a champion, girl. No coat, no coat, girl, your body a combo. Love the way you're modeling, how you fair, I got my wave, yeah. I like a banana, you wanna bring your Anna. Ladies designer, got the padding for the brother. Younger than a Christian skin if you're rather Balance your checkbook, balance your girl Balance for the thing cause you're a champion lover You reign supreme, you're the queen, you're my winner This missing girls, straight out of your circle No, 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 in your winner circle No bag of man never put you up on recycle You have the ring, you're the victory, the title Champion body them for now We not touched up, every man wobbler Not in a your league, you never take a oh You a champion girl them for now oh. Champion girl, you're so fine You're a trophy girl Ooh girl, could you be mine? Cause you're a winner girl Champion girl, you're so fine You're a trophy girl Ooh girl, could you be mine? You're a champion girl Them petty girl, them petty fight by your pedigree No petty cash for your things, not a penny fee So what am I penny for? When the pen a drop Bank account a drop, splurge every penny drop No competitor, they're not of your caliber Stay with the green, but you never school a caliber You depend on the hunt, them girl, them ugly like a predator One, two, three, a league girl, them they're ready for Let them proceed, nothing in your league Yeah, the people champ, but you never succeed For you succeed, for you succeed While you struggle with your past, you a lead Champion, you're loving, win me. Conquer my love with your army. Home court advantage when you're warm. Champion, girl. Girl, you got the walk of a champion. Yes, you got the talk of a champion. Let them know, say you flex like a champion. Win a girl, yes, you are champion. Yeah, girl, you are champion. Let them hate her, yes, you are champion. Your man, I tell you straight, girl, you are champion. Bounce girl, yeah. Champion girl, you're so fine You're a trophy girl Ooh girl, could you be mine? Cause you're a winner girl Champion girl, you're so fine You're a trophy girl Ooh girl, could you be mine? You're a champion girl We gonna keep the music going This is one of my singles entitled Straight In My Heart. Make sure you guys check out the music video on YouTube, all right?
Now let's now let's get back to public relations. What, what public relations do? Public relations people are basically the person that stands in front of the person that they represent to, you know, make sure that they represent them in the proper perspective. You know, so they they pretty much are the gatekeepers for that person that they are representing, so they won't have to go to the press and talk about things that the press is going to be edging at them for. You know, they're the gatekeepers. They keep it clean and they also are, they also have a kind of sometimes have a law background as well. So they know what things to say, what things not to say, and what things to withhold. How do you deal with PR crisis with any of your, you know, clients? And have you had a PR crisis? Um, have I had a PR crisis with any of the clients? Well, I pretty much nip that in the bud prior to doing PR for them. We have an, you know, we have an agreement to where these are things that we're going to cover. These are the things that we're going to do. These are the things that we're not going. So I nip that in the bud right in the beginning. So if now I will say this though, if a PR crisis comes upon us, then we're going to talk about it in confidence, and they're going to have confidence in me to go out there and do the work that, that they have um, paid me to do. Can you tell or can you elaborate on this when someone hires you for PR? Mm -hmm. A lot of, well, I can tell you what happens to me. When okay. they hire me to do their PR, they also expect me to do their social media marketing and management. Do you feel that's the same thing? And do you do that for your clients? No, it's not the same thing. And no. <laughs> now, if they want that ha to happen, then that's an added on service. Right. I mean, that's probably what it is. I mean, people want to, what people want to do is they want to actually put you, they want to group everything into together to get this microwave, this microwave service you know what i'm saying you can't put popcorn in the oven i mean in the microwave and have it just pop i mean you got to get the butter you got to get you got to have the right temperature you got there's all these things you got to have to make that happen so people need to stop trying to bundle you know services and get one price you don't go to mcdonald's and get a happy meal and just say i want a happy meal just with a happy meal and then say you want a fish sandwich and all this other stuff they're going to charge you for the fish sandwich they're going to charge you for the extra fry they're going to charge you for that little extra tool you want you want so, so people need to stop trying to bundle that but if it like i said if it's something that they want to do we can add that on no problem mm -hmm. so what falls under your umbrella of public relations well my um well mine is basically dealing with the public on all, on all forums, you know what I mean? Pretty much, um, you know, I, I can do public, I write press releases, 
I can talk to lawyers. I can also represent them in the best of my ability. And with, I will say this now, with the executive protection background, that adds on an edit service when it's talking about public relations, which is something I can do. Like you said, um, their, their marketing and stuff like that. And also being the gatekeepers when it comes to people trying to contact them. Like say for instance, if they are too busy and we're talking about adding on this other service and they say, well, I want you to handle, you know, the people that are interacting in my, you know, with my, my website, my, you know, my page, you know, people are trying to get at me, you know, mm-hmm. I need you to handle that. I'll handle that. Or, you know, when someone says, okay, we want to sue, um, I'll use my name, my son's name. We want to sue Steve because he was at our hotel and he, we're looking for a couple of things in the hotel, something got broken, then I handle that. Don't talk to Steve, him, talk to me. I'll handle Okay. It. In that same scenario, would you recommend they talk to their attorney? But some people don't really have an attorney, so. Right. Well, if, if I am there, if I'm representing them, I already know, me and the attorney already have that bond. You know what I mean? I know what I am to do. I stay in my lane. However, I would never go past what they do, you know what I mean? Because they're going to be the ones that are going to be in the court. I'm going to be the one that's going to be talking about my piece. So I would never cross those lines. Right. We, right. we, we would be in cahoots as to what we need to do though. Mm-hmm. What I need to say, you know, things change. Right. Right. So do you provide media coaching for any of your clients? All the, time. All the time. All the time. I work with Les Brown and I was quite surprised and pleased actually to find out that you know, this great speaker that speaks to thousands and thousands and thousands of people mm-hmm. has a coach, a media coach. I never knew that until I was right there seeing him have his conversation with her. And I was like, wow, okay, all right. I think she's still a part of NAFM. You are also a radio personality. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing that and how did you get started? I've been doing radio for, let me see, since about, it's been well over 13 years. Well, let me see, my son was born, so it was well over I would say like nine years. Now I got started, I was at a radio station in in Maryland. It was power, it was called Power of Purpose. And I wanted to speak and I wanted to have, you know, yeah, I wanted to talk to people. No, 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 let me go back. Let me go back. I had the I had a TV show in Maryland called the Uplift TV show. When the studio had to um close down. I didn't want to stop doing what I was doing in, in regarding reaching people and, and you know allowing people to be a part of my part of my platform. So I switched it from Uplift TV to Uplift Radio. So instead of me talking to people in front of the cameras, I brought them on the radio. But how did you get started? Because of what I want to impress upon other people is that it's possible to get started. Like, did you have a background? Did you go to school for radio? Nope. Did you just? You went into the office and said, hey, I want to do this. Put me on Let air. Let me tell you something. You want to hear a funny story. Now, I have a lot of friends and family members. But I, I have one family member who is a producer. Okay. Now, back in probably like in my, my high school days, now he was producing music, went to Germany and produced a lot of music, you know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my cousin Wayne. He was, he knew I sang. He was mm. producing. He's like, I want you to sing. I'm like, okay, well, hey, why not? You know, what else am I doing? You know, going to school, cheerleading, and that's it. So I started singing and doing some of his stuff, and he was sending them out. And then at the same time, simultaneously, I started going to school for business, getting into, you know, knowing about business. So I'm like, well, I need to really look into this. I'm going to be singing on these little, on his stuff. They sending it. I need to know how to protect myself. So started getting into that. Love the business type side of it. And I told him, I don't want to sing anymore. I want to do the business side. So that's how I got, you know, I started to get the love for the studio. 
And then I went from studio, I went from singing and uh, bis doing business to, to TV, to still having that love being around communication all in all in all. You got into radio. I, I think I'm still missing, how did you get into radio? Because you was in the studio. Huh? <laughs> hey, God said, you know what, let me tell you something. All right. Now I was in Maryland doing Biz Kids, which is a organization where we help kids ages five. It was five when we moved up to eight to 18, how to start their own business. Mm -hmm. So from Maryland, I moved to Atlanta. Came to Atlanta and I'm like, well, had Biz Kids still on my mind, went to a event down in Fulton County. Still thinking in the background, like what am I gonna do with what God gave me in regarding mm -hmm. my TV and my speaking voice and things like that. Go to this event and God said, it's not about the person that you went for went to the event for. It's about you. And I'm like, really me? Okay, so I am in at this event about, you know, talking to different people at the event. And I meet this gentleman. He's kind of like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, how you doing? You know, so we meet and I tell him my story about biz kids. Mm -hmm. He says, Wow, I know a lady who's on radio who would love for you to come on an interview. I'm thinking, wow, cool. Cause in my heart, I was praying that. God will open up a door for me in regarding radio. So he introduced me to this lady. I go on her radio show and I'm introducing biz kids. And meanwhile, in my mind, as I'm talking to her, I'm like, this is, this is what I was talking about. Lord, thank you. And as I'm having this interview with her, there's a gentleman that's behind her that's working the boards. I don't even know who this gentleman is at this time. So mm -hmm. I'm still with the interview. And after the interview's over, the gentleman comes to me and he says, Hey, I like your story. And I like your, I like your energy. Would you like to start your own radio show? I was like, what, when? Today? He's like, well, I gotta make sure I talk to my wife and you know, we get things squared away with you. I said, I'm ready. So that's how I got started. We taking a pause for the calls. It's your girl, Butter B. Rocker, Transparency Talks Podcast, baby. This is Jordan Danielle with That Way.
There are several ways you can tune in to Transparency Talks podcast, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbiraka.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbiraka. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. You initially had started TV, then yeah. you went to radio, then you are now back to TV. So how did you get started in TV with your up, Uplift TV? Well, Uplift TV, I was I was watching TV and I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a TV person, but I wanted, I'm like, well, how do we, cause this is when the Cosby, all that Cosby stuff was going on. And mm-hmm. I, I like to, I'm a family oriented person. So I like to, my family, we used to always go to the drive-in movies. We would always watch movies together. Actually, my aunt Glenda, we would go over her house on the weekends. This is when eight, this is when cable first got started. You know, we would go over her house on the weekend. It would be all of the family members. We'd be watching movies at her house. So um, love that. And then when all this stuff started happening with Bill Cosby and people weren't watching TV anymore, I'm thinking, I, my, my heart, I'm like, I really want to create something to where t- people love to come together as a family and watch TV again. So right. how do you do that? Then I come up with Uplift TV, which is, uniting people live in insurmountable family trials, meaning people can come together as a family, love each other and watch the same program and get uplifted from that. I love it. I love it. How did you get on air? For TV or ready? For TV. For TV, it was through content. Okay. So you just said, I'm going to make my TV show and you go into the office and you say, put me on TV. And they said, I researched researched studios because I was ready to do my own studio at first. Okay. So I researched studios and I came across um, Comcast had studio space and they was getting ready to downsize. So if you wanted to start your own TV show, come here. I said, okay, I'm going. I went there, met a gentleman named Mike. He um, shot me how to do the production. He taught me how to do the, the lower thirds and all that and how to do the cameras. I took my son with me. I said, you work the cameras while I do the talk. One of the things that I love about your story is you are a woman that just, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I love that about you. I mean, from the TV to the radio to PR, you like, this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I did, you know? So I'm not mad. When God opens doors now, it was, it was, it wasn't by, it just, it just, well, it just didn't happen that I wanted to do this. And let me tell you something about prayer. A lot of people pray out loud. Mm-hmm. I can pray. I pray out loud and I pray silently too. Now let mm-hmm. me tell you, in the last four, last year, in the last year, I prayed silently sometimes to myself. You know that my me time with God. Mm-hmm. And you know how many things that I prayed for that came to fruition this year that I prayed last year silently, almost all of them, except one oh. thing, which is the husband. And he's coming. Okay. Okay. All right. So, what has been some of your challenges with your radio show? Now, the challenges with the radio show is trying to get people to understand the truth of what I represent. And, you know, as far as like positive vibes, I am serious about positive vibes. Now, positive vibes is not 
it has nothing to do with Trey Lou. Positive Vibe is for other people to come in and to share what they do on the platform that God has blessed me to create through all the things that I've been through. Now, the challenge is to help people to understand that it's it's not about money for me. It's just about blessing other people that can't bless themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, the challenge for me was um, in Atlanta, it was traffic and having being committed to doing the radio show and also having a son that I need to commit my time to as well. That was one of the challenges I had. Right. How do you balance career, family, having fun, just everything? Well, you know how I do it? I, I include him. So as I was going to the radio shows in Atlanta, I said, you know what? Hey, he has a gift to gab too. So why don't I allow him to do it? So he loves, um, he's a meteorologist, a junior meteorologist. Actually, his first meteorologist point was up in Baltimore, Maryland. He was Baltimore, Maryland, when he was able to do a, a, a the weather up there at ABC. So I said, okay. But I said, well, why not get him involved? He's with you anyway. So I allow, I allow him to be my junior meteorologist on my radio show. Well, you know, I love hearing stuff like that because I'm very family oriented as well. And I pull my boys and now my fiance into everything that I do. And I have hey, no problem. And you know, and you know, the thing about that too, but is they're, you know, they're secure, they're truthful, they're honest. You know what I'm saying? And why not have the money in the, keep the money in the family? People do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely believe you're supposed to uplift one another and you know, with my family, I mean, they're actors, so why wouldn't I put them in my in my in my film? Why wouldn't I start their podcast or whatever the case is? Why wouldn't I stand behind them and they stand behind me? And then I know that they have my back all Absolutely. the time. You know, so yeah, they can be trusted. Yeah, exactly. And what a better way to see you know what a better way to see your children not not want to be like you, but be them and find themselves in it. Now you can say, okay, I want you to be in my film. Now they may come into it as, yeah, I want to be in your film. I want to do this acting thing. But then again, while they're in your film, they may turn out to be somebody that produces their own film. How did you come up with the name Trey Lou? Trey Lou is a funny story. You ready? Yep. <laughs> well, I used to bartend back in the day. I was 10 years bartending, right? Now I've met P- bartender, let me say bartender, counselor, mentor, and all of the above, you know, funeral director, everything. So uh, I have a cousin named Joe, his, and he, um, Sometimes when he drinks, he has a stuttering, you know, he stutters. And however, he, when he would try to say Tracy when he was drinking, he would never get it out. And he would just, he just came up with Trey Lou. He was like, all right, Trey Lou, because my first name is Tracy, my last name is Lewis. So my, my cousin created that name. Trey Lou is, and I'll be totally honest, Trey Lou was that girl that was out there kicking it with her friends from Friday to Sunday. I'll be yeah. totally honest, I'll be very transparent. Trey Lou was not that woman that was in church every Sunday. Trey Lou was that woman that was in church that was hungover on Sunday. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Now, let me tell you what happened. When I, you know, when I got, you know, I got saved at 13, been through everything, not everything, but been through a lot of things to see where I need to be. However, I came to radio and I was going to, I was trying to find this new name. The spirit said, no, you're not that Trey Lou that you were, but you're this other Trey Lou now. You're this other, so people need to see where you came from. That's why I kept the name. Okay, I love it, I love it. We taking a pause for the cause. This your girl, Butterby Ralph, Transparency Talks podcast, baby. Listen, this is one of my singles. Make sure you check out the music video. This is Strange Love featuring Homer Mack.
take it there or would you open up your heart from the start it was over but i see you couldn't see my insane reality is that my love is so strange but you know that's how love goes i said my love is so strange but you know that's how love goes girl i i'm sick and tired of playing those Right, so let's go back to your radio. Tell me about one of your most memorable shows. One of my most memorable shows is with Sandra Carell. And okay. the reason why it's memorable is because, you know, she's a, she's a mom figure and she's taught me some things and told me something, especially being in Atlanta, she's from Atlanta, that, you know, only a mother would tell you and it's not like, and it's not like it's something that's gonna hurt you, but it's out of love, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was just real. She opened up her heart to me and she also uh, just gives me the truth. Her husband ministered to my son when he was in a in a need. So it's like a joint effort, but Sandra Corrales would be it because they both supported me and through everything. You have a list of different things and avenues that you're doing. You are also an executive protection specialist, private investigator, and in fact, one of the first all female executive protection teams out of Atlanta. Please yes, tell us how you got involved in that. That is amazing. Chow, you really want to know? You ready for another? You, are you ready for another one? I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes. Well, let me tell you about that. I'm a I'm a networking bird. So I moved to Atlanta in 2017, and as I'm moving to Atlanta, God is still telling me that you still have all the. I've given you all these gifts. Don't lose them. 
Oh yeah, and I, meanwhile, I was kind of fighting coming to Atlanta, but I went, not knowing what was going to happen on the other side. So I was invited to an executive, uh, excuse me, a close quarter combat seminar by one of my, by my late friend, Guy Wimper, who lived in North Carolina, where I was coming, where I lived before. He knew that I moved to Atlanta. He said, hey, Trace, we're coming to Atlanta. You should come to this event, this close quarter combat. I'm thinking, hmm, what is it all about? Self-defense. There's going to be women there and all this other stuff. So I'm like, wow, I just moved to Atlanta. I don't know anybody. What a better place to come and get some self-defense lessons by people that are, mar are masters in the art of martial arts. So I went and I always carry my media kit with me in my car. So I go to this event, meet up with a couple of friends of mine who do martial arts. I'm at this event, I'm watching women get, you know, women and men interact in the, you know, with self-defense and all those things. So I'm like, this is what I need because what do I do if something, somebody comes to me, I don't know anybody. I can't call, you know, my son or call somebody I know like, hey, I'm here on whatever avenue. I need you to come here because I, I got to fight. I need to learn how to fight for myself. So I learned that there. And then I'm there and God says, excuse me, did you forget what you have? And I'm like, no. So I'm watching this guy, not that I, was, I don't like to say this guy, but I'm watching this man run around, take pictures, do shots and do, you know, do this stuff and this and he's, I'm like, oh, media. You do media, why not? So I asked my friend, I said, can I, I said, who is the CEO? Who is the owner? Who is the lead, the head of this organization right here? And he said, he, he's right there. And he pointed to him. And I'm, it was the guy that was running around trying to do everything, take pictures. I said, do you think he'll mind if I do his PR? He says, I don't know. Why don't you ask him? I said, no problem. So I went over to the guy and I said, um, his name is Dr. Holyfield. I went to Dr. Holyfield. I said, do you mind if I, I said, I do PR. I have PR back, a PR background. Do you mind if I interview some of the people that you have here and also take pictures and, you know, just kind of report? He says, no, I don't mind. So I told him that if you let me do this and I succeed in doing this, I promise, I'll promise you, I'll be a part of it. And that's how I got into it. I took probably over about 300 pictures that day, put together a package for him, talked to a couple of the gentlemen there, and was gifted um, my opportunity to go to the um, school of training for executive protection specialists. And I promised him, I said, if I start, I'm going to finish. How long was the training? The training was about eight weeks. It was eight to 10 weeks. And we're talking, I didn't even know what I was getting into. We're talking PT, we're talking push-ups. We're talking like, like police academy training or more. Wow. It was eight weeks. And I'm coming from Maryland, you know, just, you know, doing my little bit of exercise every day, not really doing a lot, not push-ups and sit-ups and pull-ups and running a mile, none of that. It reminds me of boot camp. I, I've is. never been in boot camp, but that's what it sounds like, boot camp. Yeah. It is. Actually, the um, the owner, Dr. Holyfield, is a master. I mean, he's a master, but he's also a, he's, he's, also, he's also been in the Army. So there's a lot of Army people there. He's the head of it. He's been a master, a chief arms instructor, all these things. So this is coming from him, a gentleman that was a master or, you know, one of the sergeants in the army. So did they teach you also how to shoot and how did y'all be, how did you become oh, a yeah. part of the protection team? I am, yeah, I am. Um, so after you, after you graduate, you get, you know, you, you graduate, you go through these trainings, close quarter combat trainings, you go through weapons training, you have to, you know, certify to, to, to shoot because you know you go through all these things and then after that 
you um, you can decide whether you want to go the private investigators route too. Now, however, during being an executive protection specialist allows you to be a secure like security private security for a plus client in a suit. I love hmm. it. So, in order to do that, you have to have other certificates, which is a private investigation private investigations license and certification. So. I said, that's for me. Now, actually, let's, let's take it back just a notch. When I was 13, always had a relationship with police officers in my, when I was in school, always. And um, my friend and I were in a store, a mom and pop shop back in Wilkinsburg, Pennsylvania. And we're in the store and the gentleman's robbing the store. We're about 13, 14 years old. And as he's doing whatever he's doing, trying to distract the, the customer, I am looking at this dude from head to toe. He robs the store. He actually, he comes in the store with a bag over his hand. He says, I got a gun. And I'm looking like, impossible. You don't, first of all, if you're going to come into the store with any type of weapon, you're not going to tell us that you got it. You're just going to do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Now, so um, after that, he um, was caught like five minutes later. He got about five to 10 years, probably, probably about, about five to 10 years for like 20 $20 or some change. So that was already in me to do that. You know what I mean? And so going back to the EP and PI, so when they put those two together, the EPS and PI, I'm like, I like that. Have you protected anyone yet? Well, I have, however, I'm not, I can't say who it was. Taking a pause for the calls, it's your girl, Butterby Rocker, Transparency Talks Podcast, baby. Listen, I'm bringing you some of that heat. This is Jay Morris with Special. Huh. I'm a dog, I'm here for it all Pour me a cup cause I'm having withdrawals I shut down the city, then shut down the mall I hop in the whip, got her hands in my drawers She got that pressure, oh I'm a stretcher She say, ooh, ooh, we Cut the lights on, get the camera, make a move Oh, I'm the realest, rip from my city They feel it, I get it, they get it, we get it Came up with my bros, what I get, you get, we split it Lights off, lights on, oops, I left my ice on It's family like I'm hot, ooh, these, ooh, these little warm You were not the king if you never leave your throne Sorry, you were not a boss if your team ain't on Salad dressing, I beat dressing, see this drip I got on Lettuce in my pockets, drop a car, no fuck alone Special, special She got the sink, I want that mouth, I'm talking to who pays Fall off in that water, boy, Bobby Boucher I be moving, grooving, truly doing that I won't Get that head when I won't, spin that bread when I won't You be doing crash missions, oh you going, bet I won't Boy, you say you live that life, but I know you really don't I been up since Friday morn, late night I still perform My vibe must have coop, I'm talking great Stepped on
How have you been able to sustain your businesses with S dealing with COVID? Faith, faith. You know, I, I, I wear my mask. I mean, I was traveling three, three or four different states at the time mm -hmm. of COVID, but I wore my mask, like they said, you know, keep my distance, the, the three W's, wear my mask, wash my hands and my, you know, the distance. I, mm -hmm. I don't have fear. I yeah. fear God only. I don't fear man, I don't fear COVID at all. And I know if God didn't take me back when I was wilding out, he darn, he darn sure ain't gonna take me now. Yeah, yeah. But um, so I basically, I've, I've learned how to take my business from in the studio in Atlanta to my own studio at home. Mm -hmm. For and me, also teach at the same time. Yeah, for me, it definitely shut down a lot of things, primarily because I'm in the entertainment industry. And of course the touring, ceased because they weren't doing any shows mm -hmm. and stuff like that especially overseas i do a lot of overseas so a lot of that stuff you know closed so i really had to figure out okay what else am i good at what are my other hustles and not be afraid of what god all of the gifts that god has given me mm -hmm. I, for a long time i thought i felt or i thought that you had to stick to just one thing stick in one you know just one lane but I'm seeing now that I've let, allowed myself to be open to all of the gifts that God has given me. I'm now not afraid to walk in my path and go after every single thing that I want. So people will look at me and be like, man, she's doing a whole lot. Yes, she is. She is going after every single thing that God has put in front of her, that he has given her the dream to go after. Mm -hmm. And I see that for you too. Like you're, Amen. you walk. Tall and going after everything you want. Amen. And I've done some acting too. I have an acting coach out of uh, New York. Her name is Tracy Moore. Mm -hmm. I've been doing that since well, I, I met her in 2007. And we've always interacted via before COVID. We would do some things on, uh, what was it? Um, the other, I think that, it wasn't Zoom, but it was the other, I can't think of the other thing we used to do. But we used to do Zooms, you know. Mm -hmm. And I would do, I'm acting courses online with her. When I went from the Atlanta studio, Mm -hmm. to North Carolina on an assignment, I would say, I said, well, you know, I can't leave other people out that haven't, because I was doing, um, I was doing these things, you know, the, the the online thing for a little while. So I said, well, how can I help artists that are at home and they can't be on stage? How can I do that? So that's when I started to bring independent artists on my shows to help them try to make money for their homes and their families. So what type of music do you play on your station? Well, the whole purpose surrounding Positive Vibes is to play music across all genres on a positive note. Okay. So it could be rock and roll, positive. It could be hip hop, positive. It could be jazz, positive. It could be, um, let me see, rock and roll, jazz, gospel, positive, all positive music. I don't care what, it could be somebody, a little kid humming. I don't care what it is, as long as it's positive. That's the whole thing surround, surrounding Positive Vibes because people don't understand music is something that can turn your whole mind around you know mm -hmm. if you're listening to negative music it does things to your body it takes your body into a, a turmoil to where it's not healing itself mm -hmm. you know when you listen to positive music it messes with the endorphins in your mind in your brain healing 
you know? That's the whole purpose behind Positive Vibes. I want to heal. I want to play music that soothes. I want to play music that mends relationships, mends families, brings things back together, brings peace. Okay. So you're on 105.1 FM. What days and times do you premiere? Well, I was, but I was in Atlanta. It was Fridays from 10 to 12. Okay. Now I've tried, I've kind of, you know, God has morphed it into on my show here in the studio from 10 to 12 to I've kept it the same. So I won't lose other, you know, other um, the people that are watching. Okay. But we so, still play music and do all that good stuff. Okay. All right. I go in and every day, it's every Friday could be something different. Or if I'm bringing on someone that I think, I feel like that, that God has gifted me to, for them to be a gift to someone else. Mm -hmm. I won't play music. It'll just be all about them. I put myself aside. I just, I just, I'm just the one that broadcasts it, and produces it. Okay. So with your TV show, how can people tune in? Is it out now where people can look at it or? No, it's not now. Everything of course is on hold because of COVID. However, okay. um, I've been looking into different studios here in North Carolina. I met up with a producer here in, in, in North Carolina. However, the thing about that is because I move and shake all the time when it comes to executive protection, I don't want to start the show and then be off to California on an assignment. So I've kind of, everything's still in a bucket. I'm still getting, I am still, you know, talking to different people that want to be on the show, maintaining, you know, that line of fire. And, but I don't want to jump into it. And then we're in middle, we're in midstream production. And I say, Hey, I got to go away for six months because I got to, you know, protect somebody. And because right. artists and actors and everybody are coming out now, it's getting a little bit more busy. Mm -hmm. so. I would imagine you even get more people because it's the all-female protection service. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> it is, you know what? And the thing about that uh, too, Butter, is because we are an all-female uh, protection team, which came out of um, back in the 200 AD, you know, meaning female warriors. Uh, you know, because we're at a time in our life right now where females have broken the glass ceiling, we are getting a lot more requests for protection, which is great. Because, you know, we females can do things a lot of men can't do. You know, what yeah. better way here to protect, you know, a, per a person, a client, and their children via a female? Mm -hmm. Especially if it's a little girl, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, we're, we're trusted. We have a we have a couple of spirits that men don't have. We have the spirit of discernment that's gifted for us. You know, we can know something before it even happens. We're not talking about any voodoo or anything crazy like that. We're just talking about the spirit that that God has given us. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? The discernment, the spirit of discernment. Well, how can people get in contact with you to possibly be, you know, a part of your radio and all of the other good stuff? Well, the radio thing they can they can always go to my website, which you have there, treylumanagement.com. There's a contact page. You know, there's a contact thing on there. They can put in their information. Now, if they want to do get in contact with me, contact with me regarding executive protection, that's a whole nother thing. I don't bridge them together because it's kind of hard. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's a whole nother thing. However, they can contact me at, you know, 770-954-5431. It's all business and we can make it happen for you. Okay. And are you still taking clients for PR or has that kind of like calmed down? Oh, no. I'm not, God didn't shut that door and I'm not going to shut it either. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I would like to thank you so much for coming on the Transparency Talks podcast. You definitely shed a lot of light on so many subjects and things. And this was an awesome interview. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. And by that, when you're ready, if you need security, give me a call. I got you, girl.
Absolutely. I can only say I'm a different type of security. I secure, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a security, but I'm business too, but I do it because this is what God has gifted me to do. So let's make it happen. All right. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show. And with that being said, we are out of here. God bless for having me. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. I like to close the show out with my friend Brittany Bloom. She was just featured on Put a Ring on it. She said, Put a ring on it, y'all. Yeah, this is you. Yeah.